0: I'm your host, Veronica Thompson, and welcome to Above the Mean, a podcast about individuals actively working to cultivate their mindsets, to pursue their passions, and pushing themselves to be better than the standard in order to stand out. You guys are really in for a treat because I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed having this guest on. He was such a delight and so incredibly sweet you're really gonna love this episode we dive into the raw and real behind reality tv his experience coming out on the show and how he has embraced change within his life and just so much more like honestly this was a great first guest to have back to open up the above the mean season so without further ado i hope y'all enjoy Kiki, I'm literally so excited to have you on my podcast. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm glad we finally got to make it work because I know we met. I think it was like a few months ago at a podcasting event for yes, South by Southwest. Yes.
1: Uh, that's almost like the beginning of the year almost, right?
0: Yeah. Wow. It's so crazy to see because that was really, honestly, I had a time in my life that week. I love South by Southwest. Was that, and that was your first one it too. Was, yeah.
1: Was it your first one?
0: No, I remember my first one was when I first came to UT for college. And that was a crazy time to be alive because it was, definitely before COVID, so naturally I feel like everything was better before COVID, and it was just an insane week. Me and my roommates just going to concerts and shows right after the other and just trying to being like swept up in the Austin magic.
1: No, it it was my first one, and what you described kind of was my experience. Just so many cool things. Met so many cool people like you, I remember. (laughs) I was like at the podcast event, like, oh my gosh, because I just... Well, me and Natalie kind of started ours back then, and so I was going there for tips and advice. I remember you were so nice and friendly. You were like, we'd love to have you, and then here we are. Was that like seven months ago, maybe? Oh, my God, yeah,
0: like six months ago, and then now we're making it work. I love it. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. So I gave Kiki this new glass of red wine that I just bought from H-E-B because I was telling him how nervous I was to do (laughs) the interview because y'all know I haven't done the podcast in like five, six months. And so to restart and revamp with this whole new season, this whole new mindset, I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, am I going to mess up? Am I going to say the wrong thing? But you know, I called my mom, texted her, she gave me some good advice and she Aww. was just like <laughs> thinking about like having a conversation with the friends. And I mean, we are friends. Like, we've gone out, we've dropped it low. So I feel yes. like at this point we're no, friends. No, we I
1: felt so bad. <laughs> so Veronica and I we met at the South by Southwest event and you were like, "Let's go." I'm um, like, "Let's do a podcast together." Are we come and I was like, "Yes." And then I was just telling her like my life is kind of crazy. Like I'm very busy. <laughs> And I think, I don't remember if we email or text. And honestly, I probably dropped the ball. Like I recently had to get like an assistant because I was like, I just cannot keep up with all these emails. And then, um, was it Aldo? Oh,
0: Aldo, yeah, the Aldo, Aldo. shoe yeah, yeah. Yeah, of so I never
1: can pronounce anything. <laughs> I see Veronica and I'm like, Ugh. and I was like, oh my gosh. Like I did not reply to the email again because we had like an email chain. And I was like. But she was, like, amazing and, like, so nice. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I haven't replied. And that was about three weeks ago. And so here we are now, finally here. And then she was nervous. I was like, I was so nervous. I was drinking coffee earlier, y'all. And my stomach was rumbling. I was like, why is my stomach? And (laughs) I was just like, (gasps) like, I'm so nervous. I was telling my roommate because I think the last podcast I did was about at least two months ago so i feel like yeah i feel like out of it right too
0: (laughs) i totally oh my gosh i've totally like got so into it that i've jumped over my original intro for you i have a (laughs) intro that i wanted to do for the listeners who may not know i'm joined today by keanu perez aka kiki from the hit netflix show 20 something who also has a podcast of his own called Hopeful and Horny. Yes,
1: thank you. Um, kind of like you, where, like, I wish we kind of – we didn't close off. Did you close off your season one? We, like, are on hiatus, I guess. Because really? it's just, like, we never were, like, bye. We were just, like, stop. But Nana and I just got really busy.
0: I, like, kind of closed it off. I did, like, a full circle moment where I started off the podcast, my very first episode with my best friend. And I'm a Pisces, so I'm very, very, like – Sentimental and nostalgic. Like I like when things come full circle. So for my last like episode that I did, I did it with my best friend again, and so we kind of just talked about like the growth that we had both experienced during that duration, and it honestly was really good. It was probably one of my most listened to podcasts. Oh episodes. my gosh,
1: uh, that's amazing. Uh, this is inspiring me to be like Natalie. Let's get it together.
0: Yes, I love I loved your episodes. I watch I listened to a few. When you first started, and then I listened to some more also actually this morning. I really like the one that y'all did with Roxy. Oh, and y'all, yes. <laughs> it was really, really cute.
1: I'm like, it should be. Natalie and I should not be the host it should be Roxy like I told Natalie like we need to get her on here more I don't think she's like committed to doing it full-time I was like she's like so amazing she has
0: some real gems she was dropping some real gems and I was just like oh I love it like I love when anyone wants to start a podcast because for me I've kind of started looking at it as more of like my virtual diary in a way where I'm just gonna kind of ramble on about my thoughts and hopefully they make sense and hopefully people are entertained by my stories and if not well at least I'm getting a good like therapeutic session out of it (laughs) no
1: same that sounds like me and my Instagram stories. I like (laughs) post everything I was like this is basically my diary
0: see I love it and like it's really good also to like look back and reflect because I feel like That's really the theme of my podcast for this month is embracing change. And so I know I definitely want to get into that with you later because I know you've recently embraced a lot of change, like moving back to Austin, getting new friends. And I want to hear about that. But first, I definitely got to know because it's been now a full year since you've done the 20-something show. And so I'm really curious to know, like looking back on it a year later, what was like one high or low that you can think of?
1: Oh my gosh. So yes, our, well, this would have been like our first month living here filming. So we, like the last week of August, we started filming and then we moved in September 1st. Um, So it's crazy because I'm seeing these memories pop up on like, Mm. you know, I don't know. It's weird right now. I'm living where a year ago I was living in the house being filmed. Definitely high was... The whole experience, the people I say the people, Natalie and Roxy, I literally talk to them every day. Aww. Natalie's like my ride or die bestie. Like I called her today for an hour. I was like, <laughs> Who can I call? And then Roxy is like I don't feel like it got portrayed a lot on the show, but she is like our advice our mom. Like Our mother of the group, like, I remember when I had to leave for a little bit on the show, I was like, y'all listen to Roxy. Like, Roxy, like...
0: Roxy knows best. (laughs) Yes, she's
1: just the mom of the group. So, like, any problem I have, even when it was just me and Nat on the phone, I'm like, we need Roxy because we know, like, we can give each other advice, but Roxy's always going to give, like, the best advice. But the main thing on the show is probably my friendship with Natalie and Roxy.
0: And I feel like I definitely got that. Like, it came across very, like, naturally and organically Um, because I was reading a book about the people you're like urban tribe, which is like your closest friends. And it talks about how you kind of gravitate towards people who are most like you. And I feel like I definitely saw that connection between like you and Nat, how y'all bonded over just like, I feel like y'all experienced the most growth and change over the show.
1: Oh yeah. It's crazy. And that is so true. And, um, I think that's actually that made that. Ep- it's always hard to remember what made TV. I'll talk about things. They're like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Oh, hey, that didn't make TV." But uh. <laughs> the that did, I think, is was uh, us the pool. I remember I told her it was just like, and I feel bad because not that I was like Natalie's an outsider, but I was like I just felt so different than everyone there. But Natalie like related to, and I remember. When we were first filming, everyone felt awkward. Everyone was, like, out of their element. But I always knew to sit by either Roxy or Natalie, and I, like, felt safe.
0: Yeah, like, they were kind of comforting. And it's funny that, like, just how someone's vibe can really, like, invite you in and just, like, make you feel so, like, at ease.
1: Yes, no, 100%.
0: (laughs) And so do you feel, like, your personality, because I know you talked about, like, a lot of things obviously didn't make the cut, when you were filming do you feel like your per- personality was like accurately portrayed in the show
1: <laughs> yes and like uh yes and no I always used to tell people because I watched the show like once and then I was like I feel like in person I'm not as awkward as they made me seem <laughs> on tv but then stuff's just been happening I'm like wait I'm like I am so I stopped telling people that but I remember I used to tell people like I'm not as a- awkward in person but now I realize like no I really am like that awkward <laughs> Uh, of course, you see like one episode is like one week there, but you only see like five minutes of me. So, but I think that's all reality TV. You're kind of seeing or judging us like um, five, uh, you know, five minutes of my whole week is like what you're seeing, if that makes sense.
0: No, that's really crazy because I definitely get it. Like, and I think like reality shows like 20 something and like Love Island, we're really only getting a glimpse because I know that they're filming y'all like 24 7. So, like, the people in the editing room are like, Going through and picking out, you know, like, the juiciest parts and, like, some things that, like, may be just kind of, like, more mundane or normal don't always make the cut.
1: Yes, no, that's correct.
0: And so, I know we talked about a high. What was one low when you were doing the show?
1: A low? There's so many lows. Um, I would say... I would assume everyone's seen the show and it's listening. Well maybe they weren't, but a little like um I guess tragedy, which I'm like still like healing from, but my grandma passes away while I'm there. So that oh, was yeah. you know, that would be a low. Um but I'm trying to think of a low, like obviously that was like a tragedy. That but was a low that was a low low. Yes, <laughs>
0: um,
1: it was just a lot. Like I had my grandma, if you watch the show, like I get to like, so of course a high is I experienced like my first kiss. Um, I come out, you know, as gay on the show, have my first kiss. Also, like, my first heartbreak. So I think a low is just, like, all these bad things happening while there's, like,
0: 12 cameras
1: on me, you know? And so it was just, I remember, this sounds so bad, but I remember near the end being like, is it almost over? (laughs) Like, And I feel so bad that I thought that because I'm like, I should have really appreciated.
0: But I get that because it's, like... All you're like it's hard when so many like kind of Ls are happening like consecutively, and the fact that they're all being filmed, you're just kind of like, oh no, exactly. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I feel like I am like being like, I don't know, I'll be twenty four seven and editing helped me because I was like, I feel like my storyline is so sad. I'm like my life is just kind of sad sometimes, but. I was like I think they're like give this guy a break like you know let's not include everything. So I was like very thankful.
0: No, oh and I get that. I definitely do. One question I definitely did want to ask you is if you could go back and do the show again, what is something that you would do differently?
1: I think in the beginning, like embrace it more. Like I was really shy in the beginning and I think they could tell like um just like in my shell when I wish like from day one I was like more like out there and I also was so nervous and I don't know I feel like I pl- I didn't play it safe like I was out of my shell a lot like yeah you know first time like being out going to gay bars like going on dates everything was super new but I just wish more confidence I wish I would have had like more confidence during the experience
0: when do you think was that turning point that you found like that confidence to be like okay I'm really gonna give this my all
1: like the confidence honestly I don't feel like I obtained it until like the end end even like I would say after the show like or like the stage I'm in life right now I'm still like discovering this new confidence um but I will say like week 2 of the show really filming was like submerged or like submerging myself in it because I remember like I feel like they thought I was like I don't know if it's going to make sense like gayer than I was like I don't think they realized everything was so new to me. Like, I felt like I arrived and like, oh my gosh, like, here's the gay character. Like, you know. Oh, like really like feeding into it. Okay. Yes, I remember like, I barely used the word gay. Maybe he said it like three, four times a month where I was then using it every day. And then I just felt like, it was a lot of pressure. Um, I see myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, why weren't you like more sure of yourself, more assertive, like believed in yourself. Like the whole time I would think we were filming, I kind of was like, Who am I or is it like okay to be me, you know?
0: And I feel like that's a very honest answer because I feel like even though it's called a reality TV show, there's a lot of things that like on the back end aren't necessarily real. And like they kind of do want people to kind of fall into certain characters and things like that. And so like when filming, you can kind of question or wonder like, am I really being me? Like, is this being authentic and things like that? So I can definitely see like the turmoil of like, those conflicting ideologies, like, while filming.
1: Yeah, so I was, like, definitely, like, I was thankful for our show, because I've talked to people on other shows, and, like, I always tell people, they're always, like, is it fake? And I was, like, no, like, if you, and that's why I love, I meet people, and they're, like, that they- I laugh when they say, you're my favorite character, because I'm, like, I'm not, like, a you're character. You're, like, this is me. Yeah, and then they're, like, you're the same as you are in the show, and that used to, I get that all the time, and that used to, like, it was so odd to me. I'm, like, it's reality TV, but then I've met, people recently who are like it's sad but like reality tv people just now know like oh there's a lot of like scripted or set up and so i'm just very thankful like that really wasn't my experience and like i you you know i went in like i'm gonna 100 be who i am and so you see what you see on tv i think is like is what you, you get yeah that's really
0: because honestly i'm not gonna lie there's definitely shows where i've watched and i'd be like oh my god they're so scripted them to get together like that can't be real, but it is nice to see that there are still some shows out there that do try to live, like, more authentically and have that authentic, like, storyline. Yes. One question that I almost forgot to ask you that I wanted to know was, I was curious about what is the process like for auditioning for a reality show?
1: Yes, everyone experiences different. Oh my gosh, and I do have, like, a takeaway for people from this. Yeah. Um, but my story, you could ask each of us, and they're probably going to be different. Um, but I was, only me and Michael were like the original route on, and you're gonna laugh because I work at TikTok now. I actually saw a TikTok ad that said, are you in your twenties? Are you wanting to change your life around? Big change. And I was like,
0: yes. Cause her TikTok, went, it was like a girl, her TikTok went viral yes. when she was casting for this show. The yes. Yes. And it,
1: but, it, um, well at the time I was like trying to look for a new job, just came out as gay. So I was like, yes, yes, yes. we uh, well coming out as gay. And I remember it was very vague, though. Like, it didn't say... It just said major streaming network. And to me, that wasn't Netflix. Like, to me, Netflix would have been, like, the streaming network. Yeah. So, I was like, is this, like, Disney? Or like, is this- HBO? Yeah, is this something yeah. new? Um, And then I also... I'm a millennial, so I didn't believe TikTok. Sorry, TikTok. <laughs> I went to Instagram like it's any better. And I saw this same ad on Instagram. And so, I had my best friend's... They've always wanted me to do Big Brother. I'm not a big... I don't watch Big oh, Brother a lot. Okay. But they've always told me, you need to do reality TV. And so I asked my friend, Katie. I was like, should I do this? She's like, yes. And I actually applied for that and The Circle the same day. Even though I didn't know the show was on Netflix. I think it's funny. I applied for like two Netflix shows the same day. And the next week, I got a phone call that was like... It was application. You did an application little um, essay. submit a little video. Yeah. Um and I get a call and I think I missed it. So it was a voicemail and it was vague. Like they didn't mention TV show or anything like that. And I was like, what job did I apply for in Austin? Cause I was job applying, but I could not remember a job I applied for in Austin. I remember it hit me. I was like, wait, I was like, this is that show. And I was like, <laughs> is this real? And I, that literally, I did a, felt like a zoom interview, like every week in the summer. And then, um, I actually was told I was an alternate. And so I always say, like, oh, if you're second, not, I'm big on like second chances or not judging a book by the cover because I was an alternate and I was called on a Tuesday and they say, like, hey, Netflix is really excited to have you, and at the time, that's when I was like, "Wait, Netflix!" I felt like the producer didn't know, I didn't know it was Netflix. So in my head, I was like, "Play it cool, play it cool." <laughs> but inside, you're like internally freaking. <laughs> yes, uh, and um, they're like, "Can you? You have to be here Thursday to start filming." I was like, "I'm in Arkansas." But of course, I'm like, "Yeah, I can make, make it, it happen." Work. And I had to like quit my job, like get my apartment. I was gonna have to move out of my apartment because um, it was tied to my job. And so just a lot and um, majority of my cast, they were like, um, I don't know, found like they were, you know, DM, hey, you should apply for this. And they knew kind of like a month in advance where I knew two days. Oh, uh, So again, everyone's process is a little different. But that was my application process. I think I was I always say also reality TV is luck. Um, I know there's like some people put pressure on like you know, you want to do. And I was like, yes, obviously, you know, charisma, your story, play a part. But I'm like, it's so much luck. So I always tell people, don't get down on yourself, you know, if you don't get it. Because I was like, so, I know it's like so There's much luck. There's so many, luck. like, other little factors that yes, come into it. it's like, they told us, I forget how much, or, you know, it's like thousands of people applied. And, you know, it was only a, you know, with Adam coming, nine of us, you know, that got selected.
0: I know, I know. For those of you, I told Kiki that, Me, uh, I auditioned for the 20 something actually, and that was the spark for me starting this podcast. And so it's kind of funny, the full circle moment that I'm getting to interview you for 20 something about 20 something, which was the show that preempted above the mean when I love that. I love full circle moments. I told you Pisces. I'm nostalgic like that.
1: (laughs) Yes. No, that was the process. It's so wild to think about like, I don't know. So wild.
0: It's just been, it's been a whirlwind year for you, Kiki.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And that's amazing. And I know I've heard you talk about growing up in a small town in past interviews and how that kind of coincided just with like your perception of being gay. Can you really talk about like just what it was like growing up? I think you, you told me you grew up in Arkansas, right?
1: No. So, um, I was living in Arkansas when I moved to come do the show, but I grew up in Texas, actually. Oh! A small town called Joshua, Texas. It's, like, south of Fort Worth. Okay. I went from... Was born in Fort Worth, but we lived in Joshua since I was a baby, like, till I went to college, which was in Stephenville, Tarleton, like, cowboy capital of the world. Um, but both are, like, very small town, like...
0: Very rural, Texas. Yes,
1: and so growing up, like I said, I remember... It, I, people would question me like why is it so hard for you to come out and I was like I didn't grow up with knowing anyone that was gay or like even though about my college experience I was like there were very very few like maybe one hand I can count like staff that was out oh. uh, faculty staff that I knew was gay but like I never really saw like I don't know never one I looked up to or no one I would like probably go to for advice and so that kind of helped me come out um I was working at the University of Arkansas um, when I decided to come out at 25, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that my students, they kind of helped me, like, come out because I was like, who, like, do they have? Like, they can see that's, like, you know. Yeah,
0: you're trying to be, like, that representation for them for that next generation.
1: Yes, and so that was, like, one of the factors that played into me, like, finally being out.
0: Wait, that's so sweet, and I love that. And I find it really, like... Um, interesting because I agree that I feel like kind of in the timeline that when we grew up I don't think that like being gay was really talked about I feel like there was a lot of people who were in the closet and now in society it's very like open and like people really embrace people but i definitely see how like back then it wasn't necessarily the same and there wasn't a lot of representation for like kids to look up to and be like it's okay to be gay and like be open and things like that yeah so i think that when you came out on the show like it was also like a really just big moment just for other people watching to be like you know it's okay for me to come out and really like embrace who i am
1: yes thank you and that's like my biggest message is like No matter what age you are or stage of life like it's never too late you know like to come out or like do anything change your career like change your lifestyle start over
0: yeah and just like embrace that change yes and so i know you've recently gone through a lot of change wow that was a perfect segue (laughs) sometimes it doesn't happen like that but we love when it flows um i know you've recently gone through a lot of change New job, new city, making new friends, and so I'm curious to know since we're really focusing on change this month, how do you embrace change?
1: This is so funny. I was gonna, I want to cut you off though in the beginning, is because like today is kind of a day one of my like a start over for me.
0: Ooh, um, I and love when that, the universe just aligns yes, like that. No,
1: hundred percent. It's so wild. I, it was a lot of change. So I filmed. We filmed. Like, last week of August till November, Natalie and I had a place for November, December, Um, and then we're like, let's go home, because we didn't know, like, what our lives were going to do. The show came out in December. Um, It wasn't out yet at that time. We went home for the holidays, and that's when I decided, Natalie decided she wanted to stay in Miami, which was really hard, because that was, like, my bestie. Yeah. Um, Only real, like, person I still knew, like, to be in Arkansas, because when we filmed, We had to follow COVID guidelines, so we kind of were, like, um, in a box. Like, uh, we were COVID tested every day. For people to interact with us, they had to be tested that day, be vaccinated. And so I didn't meet a lot of people while we were here. And still today, people are like, wait, how have you not been to this place or experienced this? And I was like, when we filmed, it was very much, like...
0: Oh, like they had a lot of regulations and like where you could go and things like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I still
1: felt new to the city. I still feel new to the city, kind of. But so I moved here. I was like, I want to go to Austin. Like, it's my plan. And I was like, first, I want a job. And so thankfully, like I landed a job and then I moved. Once I had my job, it was like within that month. So, I want to say April. I was able to find a roommate because you probably know rent, especially trying to live closer to downtown, is outrageous.
0: No, Austin inflation really be taxing. (laughs) It's very, very annoying, but I definitely get it. Yeah.
1: So, I was like, need a job, need a roommate. And I moved here, and it was hard because, like I said, I didn't have like, a best friend in Austin. I probably put like too much pressure on my roommate, you know, when I still didn't really know him. And Was he
0: like a random roommate that you just kinda found or was he like someone you kind of knew?
1: Kinda knew, but okay. also found. I remember I met him the day after New Year's into like the my, one of my my friend groups I'm in right now. Um but we only seen each other at like, parties and I had heard he wanted a roommate. So I just text him and my friend, she's kind of the one to be like, yeah, ask him but we were like, we didn't really know each other. Yeah. Um, so I'm in this city, you know, I don't really know anyone. And I will say like, I'm very blessed, obviously, you know, reality TV, a platform, got a job, but it was
0: not just any job. Kiki. <laughs> you know. Don't be shy. bashful. Kiki got a job at one of the best growing social media places.
1: Oh yes, I do work at TikTok. I work <laughs> in advertisement. I, you probably, I don't know if you get this, um, do you talk about your job? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know who you are at Apple, but I'm like, I'll say like, oh, I work at TikTok, and they see my make videos. I'm like, I wish (laughs) like, no, I'm like, I'm on the business other end. It
0: is so hard to like, if you work in social media and then I feel like to go and do your own social media afterwards. Like when you, Done it for work, and then to kind of show it for yourself, like it's exhausting.
1: Yes, no, and so I work. I work in like sales um, or advertisement, and so also learning curve. I switch careers. I was working in higher education, and now I'm at work where I feel like um, I don't know if you seen that movie, The Intern, where he's like an older man with all these young kids or like kids, younger adults. I feel yes. that way cause everyone I work with is like two to five years younger than me and I'm here trying to learn like how to do everything
0: no yes like I was telling you I definitely felt like a fish out of water when I first got to my job because of the whole um just me not feeling like I fit in with that type of group I told you I walked in and the first day there were people playing like Dungeons and Dragons and like coding and I'm just like oh oi vey I'm this is not my scene (laughs) but yeah it Luckily, everyone there was super, super nice and super friendly and yes. helpful. And I feel like that does help make the change easier. Yes.
1: Like now, the days I do go into office, I'm like so excited because the coworkers.
0: No. And see, that's what I miss. I do miss having coworkers. No. And I, the people, I would say,
1: sorry, I like went on a tangent. Change, like, I don't know, finding people that care about you, which I realize I get a lot of advice. I've had people say it takes almost like two years in a new city to really find like your people, people. Um, I've realized, like, I've had to keep my circle, like, small, but what is that, like, quality over quantity? Yes. Like, I am, like, yes, I might only have, like, two best friends here, but I'm, like, they are, like, amazing human beings, you know, and I feel like I'm still discovering who I am, and uh, I think I went through, like, a hard time this last month of, like, pressure on, like, where am I going in life, who am I, and I remember that feeling, I don't know if you had it, I know you've been here a while, but, I remember when I was moving to Austin, I was, like, so excited, like, just this passion in my heart. I haven't felt that in a while, and so I'm trying to find that again, so I was, like, I'm going to do a fresh start, like, um, and I feel like there's a lot of pressure on, like, when do I start? Like, I need to plan this in a month or something, and this was literally last week, or actually kind of yesterday. I was, like, no, like, fresh start starts tomorrow, so today's, like, my day one of, like, trying to find that passion.
0: Wait, I love that. So do you have, like, have you been doing anything different to kick off today to, like, set in a different mindset you're like this is kiki 2.0 today like i'm gonna start doing da 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 da
1: yeah i uh, bad at creature of habit and like i let my anxiety or social anxiety get the best of me um and so uh try to find change and i love to be active and my friend my co-worker who's now my friend he uh, wanted to do a workout class at equinox and i was Ooh. like he had a guest pass and that's normally something, like, I don't know why. I get so nervous, like, new place, do something new, I would say no. Even this morning, on getting ready, I was like, how do I get out of this? Or, like, how do I say no? And I went, and it was, like, an amazing experience. And afterwards, I was so happy. And I was like, keep saying yes. Keep, be, keep, keep putting yourself out of the box. Obviously, like, if you're not, don't make yourself so uncomfortable. Like, I would say, knowing I'm socially anxious, I wouldn't be like, Kiana, you have to do something But like pushing like one step, one step and then
0: you'll do a leap and then you'll run and then like gradually you'll keep going. Yeah.
1: So I'm like trying to tell myself to do more things I normally wouldn't do.
0: I love that. I really do. I think I love when people start trying to embrace new things and change because that's kind of like the mindset where I've been going in my trajectory of just I've been doing a lot of solo adventures because that's something I wouldn't have normally done in the past. And, like, I'm finding that I I do love being by myself. It's, like, my time to, like, reconnect, recharge, and, like, realign with just, like, Veronica.
1: Yes, no. I'm definitely having to grow self-love and, like, being alone as, like, sometimes hard being alone, especially here. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm alone. But I don't know. I really appreciate that time, too.
0: Yeah, no, and I love that. I was curious to know what tools are you using to cultivate the mindset needed to get to where you are today and like ultimately where you want to be? Like, are there any books or like people that you really like look up to or influenced by?
1: Uh, yes, tools. Definitely. I don't know if this is a tool, but Natalie literally said this today and I was like, she's so right. And I think to sound so cheesy, but if you know me, I'm a cheesy person is, like, what makes you happy, and so, like, she's really, like, evaluating, like, her career, what she's doing, like, doing in life, like, what makes you happy, um, and I'm trying to, like, I saw even a post today that was, like, normalizing, I don't want to do that, or, like, for my mental health, I just need a break, or I'm just trying to rest, because, you know, I feel like you get plans or something with people, and you, like, feel bad saying no, so you go do them, but it's, like, no, like, appreciate your alone time, um, so I was just like knowing yourself and like, you know,
0: kind of just like being like setting boundaries, setting healthy boundaries so that you're showing up for yourself as yes. well.
1: Um, I, Natalie also brought up the word today, toxic positivity, which I loved. Um, she's like, you know, we live in a world where people are like, I'm so happy or I need to appreciate this. And then she's like, and then you're like crying, like <laughs> while you're saying it, I'm like, oh my gosh, why is that me? Uh, But I will say I'm a very positive person, Um, but today I read a lot of quotes on, actually this is going to be like exact opposite of what I just gave earlier, but there's a book I did read that really helped me during COVID times, and what is it?
0: Um, Ooh, spill. I'm like really on my reading wave right now, so I'm trying to take all the book recommendations I can get before I stop like wanting to read.
1: Is (laughs) it, uh, have you read, is it Not Giving a F? Ooh, no. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I really, I cannot remember. It's an orange book. Um, I think I bought it at Target. And it is very different than normally what I read. But it's honestly just that, like, life is hard. You're going to have crappy days and just, like, accepting it. And, again, very different that I'm a very positive person. Like, I'm, like, smile every day. You never know who day you're going to make. I still, like, believe in all that. But just to read that perspective, I was, like, this is, like, especially during COVID, you know, there's a lot yeah. going on. Um it, it, like, really helped me. And so, I don't know, I appreciated that book. I will say, like, everyone from Queer Eye, the show, I'm, like, they are, like, my mentors, I feel like. Like, I look up to them. Just openly gay men, like, living their best lives, changing the world.
0: I literally love that show. And when they came here to Austin, I was literally looking at all their Instagram stories every second to try to see where they were so that I could casually run into them. Oh, my gosh. I, I can definitely... They, I can see how they are some great role models because they're all just so confidently and unapologetically themselves and just so genuine that they're just so, they're so likable. Like they're so intriguing and I really do love all of them. Shout out if you guys ever want to come on the podcast. Oh
1: yeah, it's my dreams to meet at least one of them in person. No. I'm like, have to at least one day.
0: Jonathan's so cute. Yeah, I would love to meet. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that I didn't get to ask you... What or who has been the biggest help to you when it came to changing your mindset about being gay and your, per- and your per- oh my gosh, I cannot speak today, and your perception surrounding it?
1: Wow, I really like that question.
0: Thanks.
1: I would say, this sounds crazy, even I, I was like, of all places in the U.S., how did I come out in Arkansas? But I will <laughs> say Fayetteville, Arkansas is a different place, and I, I say, like, the University of Arkansas, maybe... Most universities are more of a accepting place. But my coworkers, not that, like, a majority... It wasn't, like, a majority of them were gay. It was just how accepting they were. But one of my best friends out of my coworkers... Actually, two of them. They were gay. Um, one of them, he was the first person I, like, ever told... Well, I couldn't even say it. I had to write it on a piece of paper. Aww. But I was like, I have to tell you something. And I couldn't say it, so I wrote it. And, of course, he, was, he had a boyfriend. Like, he's used to being gay. So he was like, like, okay. He was like, like this yes, is not... None- and then I told all my coworkers first, and then right now one of my best friends, um, she was one of my coworkers, and now, you know, obviously best friend. Her and her now wife, like, they just, I don't know, they're, like, best friends, mentors, like, living really- their best life openly, but also, like, experiencing how hard it is. You know, also, like, there are difficulties and challenges, especially living in Arkansas, being openly gay, um... But I would say those people, my coworkers, really helped me, like, feel accepted. And, like, you know, that was, like, my first stepping stone into, like, being Really embracing it. Yes.
0: And so now that you've been in Austin, which is very, very uh, unique in the fact that Austin embraces everyone, you're going to really feel comfortable here. How has the dating life been for you in Austin?
1: Oh, gosh. (laughs) I laugh because I remember kamari from our show had told me like oh once the show airs you're gonna have like a sea of men wanting you and me and natalie are like "Sea of men?" we're like where's this ocean at like it is a desert (laughs) we're like there is not that many men um i would say austin is a very like hookup at least in the gay world like hookup community and at first i remember i was like when i first moved here i was like i want to be like I don't, I don't want to say I want to be a hoe, but I wanted, like, my hoe phase. Like yeah, you want to go out, experience. you want to be
0: hot, you want to yes. meet cute boys.
1: But it backfired on me. I realized I would caught myself, like, being sad, and I'm bad. Like, when I, um, I go to um, – I don't have the biggest self-confidence, and so I think I cut, tear myself down easily. I caught myself being like, oh, I'm not getting all these guys. I'm not going on these dates. I'm not having these hookups. It's me. Like, I'm ugly. I'm not attractive. And that's when I was like, wait, hold up. I was, like, no, and I realized I put all this pressure on this, like, whole lifestyle when I was, like, I don't know if you watch, or anyone listening watch, like, Sex in the City, but I'm, like, I'm a Charlotte. Like, I will, I'm will i a prude. I'm, a like, uh, I'm honestly not sexually attracted to someone until, like, I get to know them. Like, once I start knowing something about someone, then I, like, become attracted. And so I was, like, stop putting this pressure on something you're not. Like, it's okay. So I'll like, say dating is hard for me in that I feel like maybe I'm just not in my environment but at the same time i'm like i know like i'm a value i tell my roommate all the time i'm like what's the car bentega i'm like i'm a bentega like not everyone can drive a bentega but you know when i find (laughs) the one like he'll be the one
0: i love that i also love that you reference sex in the city because that was literally my go-to show whenever i would have a crappy day in college i would go home and i'd watch sex in the city and i'd be like i don't need men like i'm just gonna be a fun uh, flirty girl in the city yes uh, (laughs) So I can definitely relate and yeah, I can also vouch for the fact that dating in Austin is not the best, but it is what it is. So you have to make the best of it. And I feel like it definitely, it doesn't attest to you because I know I definitely struggle with that too as well. And I feel like ultimately when I started dating myself and taking myself out on like solo adventures, it kind of not only reaffirmed for me just, like, what I wanted in, a like, a partner, but it also just made, it set a new standard for me because I was, like, I'm not going to be with anyone who gives me less than what I give myself.
1: Yes. I'm, like, 100%. No, I love that. And that's what, like, I'm trying to follow, too. I'm, like, he's out there. Um, and I'm, like, you waited, like, 25. 20- and also, like, near new, Keanu. Like, I came out at, tw- I started coming out 25. I feel like 28 is when I, like, was out out, so I'm like, you haven't even been out a whole year. Like, you know, have grace with yourself, you know?
0: Yeah. Like it's a learning curve. Yes. And I will
1: say, like, obviously not dating a lot, but meeting a lot of people, you're gonna laugh. But like I was at H E B the other day and I was like, why am I uncomfortable right now? And I realized I'm so used which this is like so bizarre. Like I cannot imagine where I am in life so used to being around like primarily like gay people when <laughs> I was at HEB there's like all these straight people I was like so uncomfortable I was like oh my gosh like I'm not used to like not being, <laughs> being around in a like, a, like that yes. type of environment so it was, I was laughing I was like what world do I live in like but I'm like that's so amazing like this is you know what I dreamed about
0: yeah and so I'm sure like it just feels like being in Austin feels like does it feel like home for you now
1: Oh yes, and like I've like you know we were bonding earlier. We both have our nails done. Yes. Um, but like you know when I go home to Joshua, I get like embarrassed. I have to like I, like I like I don't know hold my fist like this where you can't really. Oh, see you don't my want nails. anyone to see the design. Yes, where I'm like Austin, you don't think I don't think like,
0: yeah, twice about who's. It's sees just my normal. Right. I mean, like people walk. Like I did. I just found out. Like there's so many places in Austin that are like topless, which I didn't realize. Like I didn't realize Barton Springs was topless. And like it just really,
1: either Barton Springs. Yeah,
0: and so I was just like, Austin really be wild, and sometimes <laughs> like people just really just be free here, and yes. just and I love it. That's kind of why I do love Austin because you never know what you're gonna get.
1: As I say, like I always explain, I'm like, you can go to a coffee shop, and you're gonna see five people in there that you feel like would never be in the same room together. But I'm like that's Austin, like just so many different types of people like in one space.
0: No, that that's a beautiful way to explain it, actually now on to the little more personal questions because i really want to get to know kiki oh oh no i'm nervous (laughs) don't be nervous don't be nervous what's one or two words you would use to describe who you were two years ago versus words that you would use to describe yourself now
1: okay so two years ago i would say shy and quirky I still would say quirky, but I would, I don't know. Presence. I feel like I better at like, I'm com, I'm not, I'm not confident, confident, but I will say like, I'm comfortable being me where I feel like I have like a presence.
0: Yeah. Like you're working on it. I always, my therapist always tells me to say like, you're actively working on it. Actively working
1: on it. And I like that.
0: <laughs> and so I definitely, I can definitely see that. Like I was really nervous. Um, just because, like, on the show, yeah, it shows you being more shy and timid, which you really aren't, like, and so I definitely see that I say I'm, through. like,
1: extrovert, introvert. Like, if I'm in a crowded room, I'm probably going to be, like, to myself, quiet. But I always say that. I'm, like, some people be, like, Keanu doesn't talk. But if you talk to my best friends, they would be, like, what? They're, like, <laughs> he doesn't shut up. Like, it's really, like, once I feel I know you, do I, like, open up.
0: And, see, I love that because I feel like that's honestly most people. I feel like it's a different breed when you can just go into a room and just talk to people and like, as if like you've known them for days on end. Cause I feel like that's kind of why me and my best friend work. Cause she's kind of more like you where she's a little bit more reserved. And so we work, we always say whenever we go out cause people will approach us cause they're like, to me, you look so approachable. And whereas she kind of helps balance me out where I may be a little naive in certain aspects and she's like, no, like the more logical one. Oh, I love so that. I kind of. Perfect it,
1: duo. Yes.
0: And so I definitely, I really like that. Quirky. Why do you say quirky?
1: I am weird. Like I feel like I am an island that with the toys on the island of misfit toys, but like, oh. I'm okay with that. Like I, and that's why I tell people, I'm like, I'm awkward and quirky, but like I'm 29 now. Like, that's not changing, and so I feel, I'm glad I was given the opportunity to do the show, to show, like, I this used to, like, rub me the wrong way, and I, I think people look at my face funny, but they'll be, like, uh, and this can sound really odd saying it, but um, when you do reality TV, like, I don't consider us, like, famous, but I know, obviously, we do reality TV, where are like, known. Yeah,
0: like, people see you in their house, they know your yeah,
1: name. Yeah, people be, like, you're not, like, famous, you're, like, real, and I'm, like, wait, what? And that's when I realized they were saying, like, you're like a normal person. Oh, that'd be like, you're not famous. You're normal. Uh-oh. And I'm like, wait, is that like, uh, are you dissing me? I was like, <laughs> oh, and they're just saying like, I'm relatable. And so I don't know. I feel like I did that. And that I hope anyone else who's like quirky or maybe a little awkward, like it's okay. You know, there's a lot of us out there and, I guess, don't hide it.
0: Yeah, like, embrace the quirk, embrace the weird, as Austin would say. Embrace the weird. I love, I love quirky people. I'm, I'm definitely quirky. (laughs) Like, what's one thing about you that would surprise a lot of people who don't know you?
1: Mm, Like, I, uh, something I explain to people is, you will watch me watching the Kardashians. I, like huge fan of pop culture, but then you also are going to catch me like watching anime. Like I love Naruto. I Kinky, love, we like, just
0: became best they, friends. Like
1: I feel like, <laughs> you know, like, two different groups and but I'm like, that is me. Like, you know, like,
0: yes, yes. I'm <laughs> screaming because <laughs> i love anime like it's what's it's, your favorite one recently oh my god it's uh so i love my favorite one's probably hunter hunter i've watched that i haven't so started
1: yet but I, my friends told me about that one
0: it's so cute it's so good i love the like best friend dynamic but i also my one of my first ones that i really got into was my hero academia i was about to say
1: that one the first few seasons, I would cry every episode because so inspiring. Yes,
0: like especially little Deku when he's like all sad and young, like just wanting to be a hero. I'm like sitting over here bawling my eyes <laughs> and out. And I would
1: say, talk about tools to help you. That I remember. This you're gonna think I'm crazy, <laughs> but um, the anime's shows, media really like what I use for inspiration. I like imagine, I just related so much to him before the show because I just felt like. I don't I don't have superpowers. Like if you watch the show, he doesn't have like superpowers, but he wants to be a hero. I'm like I'm not like obviously you're not going to see me on like too hot to handle. I'm not the most charismatic, you know. You probably won't see me like giving a huge speech but well actually i do do that but you know <laughs> um you know i was when i got picked to do a netflix show i was like who am i like i don't i was like no it's like deku he has no superpowers but he wants to you know make his place yes
0: so, leave his mark on the world yes. and that's what you did and like
1: always like yes
0: cheers, cheers to deku <laughs> yes,
1: cheers to Deku.
0: oh my gosh it's actually funny because my best friend named her dog deku after that show oh
1: <laughs> i don't know are you um I've, like, even read, is it manga a little bit?
0: I do. I'm not, it's because I told you, Kiki, I'm rediscovering my liking and love for reading. Uh, Like, before, I I did, like, a recent solo trip, and that's where I read The Alchemist. And that was the first book that I've actually read cover to cover in, like, three, four years. So I do like manga, though, because it's very easy to digest. And I've honestly been doing Webtoon. That's like my new thing that I like to do on my phone because my friend showed it to me where it's like people who kind of do like their own fan fiction. Oh, that's cool. And so like from an artist standpoint, I really like to look at the illustrations because that's one of my favorite things about anime is just like the illustrations (laughs) of it.
1: I was like, I brought it up because I, don't know, I forgot her name, but there's like the number five hero. She's like a rabbit. Oh,
0: yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. I was like,
1: that's like, she's my inspiration. Like uh, when I work out, like I picture her. I'm like, I got to be strong like her.
0: Oh, I, that is so cute. Yeah. I actually love that. Yeah. We really bonded. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your favorite way to spend a day off? I feel like this question says a lot about people, so no oh pressure, gosh. but all the pressure is on.
1: I'm like, again, um, I can go two totally different ways. Okay, let's um, hear it. I will say one, I did it this last week, um, Sunday, it was like a recovery day for me, but I woke up and I I live on the trail in Austin, um, what do people call it, Town Lake or Lake Austin. Oh, the one by
0: Lake Riverside?
1: Um, like just the trail. Oh, you the can, easy- you can re- if you come to Austin, you I think it's like one of our standouts is there's a, a river or lady, lake.
0: Ladybird, lady Bird Lake. I'm such a bad Austinite because I still get the names mixed up, but I think I know which one you're it talking about. It has like the three names, yeah. but there's
1: the lake through Austin that has a trail on it so you can walk. It's beautiful, but I normally, I li- I like chose my apartment because I knew I wanted to live on that, uh-huh. um, but I love to walk. I, I run it, but I like to get up and walk it. Um, and then honestly, like I'm such a bad person, I think, like I love just laying in bed and watching TV. Um, I don't feel like I, I rest a lot, so it's nice when I can just like sit back and relax. Um, but for a fun day, I will say like, I love just hanging out with friends in Austin. Like, I feel like there's a lot of like day drinking places, places to eat at South Congress. Like I love South Congress. Like when I get a reason to go shopping or go eating there.
0: No, I definitely agree. I like Soko a lot. I think it's really cute. That was one of my first places I actually would explore when I first moved to Texas, just because I think it's so iconic.
1: As I, like I say, I walk the trails. So like, sometimes I just walk to South Congress and go get a salad or a coffee or something.
0: Cheers to you being <laughs> healthy. Okay. Oh, what about
1: you? I didn't know how to answer. Did I answer that wrong?
0: No, you did amazing. Like my ideal day, I don't, Oh my god, that is a really hard question. I'm (laughs) sorry I put you on the spot. Um, Wow, I guess I feel like I would like to...
1: You said your day off day, right?
0: Yeah, so okay, my day off. I like to find like little events or pop-ups that are going on around Austin. I'm trying to think. So my ideal day would be like waking up late, stretching... And then kind of watching some like anime in the morning and then probably go and do something like be out and about. Honestly, I love paddleboarding. I really, really like being on the lake and paddleboarding. So I'd probably go and do that and then maybe do a little bit of retail therapy, depending on how that bank account's yes. looking. Uh. Um, and then honestly, probably in the day with hanging out with my friends, doing like Sunday fun day on, on Rainy. Oh, yeah uh, i think that would be my perfect day <laughs> <laughs> okay if money were no object what would you do what would you be doing
1: if money was no object
0: yes like just a fun random job
1: um well, right now i always say like people I, I people are always like do you like your job or do you love your job i was like i don't love it but it pays the bills um not that it's horrible but i'm like trying to save like i want my own business like mm. i really think i want my own line of like purses handbags Ooh. so i'm just like saving up to start that or i love to have an austin i feel like Austin's just a huge part of me now i would love to have my own like boutique like kiki's or like something like a place where like we sell like all kind of like fun clothing or i would totally i would probably have isha's clothes in there and my bags in there just like a store. I also dream of having like a little bar or like cafe or something in there. But like, if a place where you could feel accepted just to like shop or work or like yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Austin felt like a safe place for me, so I would want like my safe store to be a place for like anyone. Um, so that's like probably what I would do if money wasn't like. I objective. love that.
0: I really really love that. There's that entrepreneurial business side of you coming out. <laughs> <I'm Kiki. trying. laughs> yeah. That was really good. Dang, that was really, be- that's a lot better than my answer. What's yours? I, Obviously, if I could do anything, I would love to do the podcast full time. But I always think in the back of my head, one job that I would do just for like shits and giggles, I don't know why, but it's race car driving.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and I say that because Ricky Bobby is one of my all time favorite movies with Will Ferrell. Like I recently got my wisdom teeth out. And my mom has clips of me quoting Ricky Bobby. Oh my like, god! Have you seen uh, it?
1: Yes. So
0: she's a video of me just saying, Ricky Bobby, shake and bake, shake oh and bake. Oh my bait.
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know why. I feel like I would do it once and then I'd be like, okay, I'm fulfilled. So then I'll just go back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But my last, last question for you to end off our little time together would be what's one guilty pleasure that you have
1: guilty pleasure it might be food like I love like I crave bad food I try to be so healthy but like pizza wings tacos like I crave like those things I say that's my guilty pleasure um also just like I binge watch shows like I used to not I think I used to watch like episode by episode, but now like no, like Sunday I literally like just watch a whole series. Okay, so that's my guilty pleasure.
0: No, that is a good guilty pleasure because I will binge a whole show and then I'll be like, oh my god, I can't believe I just sat on my couch for six yes, hours. Uh, but it's it's usually always worth it.
1: <laughs> is that your
0: guilty pleasure? I would, um, I would say that or my um, like guilty pleasure probably. I feel like I have this bad habit of, like, whenever I'm in a sad mood, I will go and, like, do some retail therapy, so maybe that's, like, my guilty pleasure, because I'm sure, like, my bank account doesn't appreciate that, <laughs> but I do, um, and so I'll go with that, one of one of the others, yeah, things that aren't necessarily good for me, but, eh, it's okay. Aww but Kiki thank you so much for coming on and like sitting and drinking wine no, and chatting was so with fun. me so
1: I'm so glad I got invited uh, oh my
0: god of course no I'm glad that we were able to set up the time because I really enjoy this you made me feel so much more comfortable and excited to get back into interviewing so oh, thank you for that
1: no I'm glad to be the first for season 2 well yes. I don't know how it ends up edited but no yeah yeah you basically couch.
0: you're my first guy. I have like one episode before this which is just me but then you you are the first oh. so Well, welcome back. Cheers to you. Thank you. (laughs) And that is it. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Above the Mean Podcast. If you liked it, make sure to comment and subscribe. I'll be uploading new episodes every Tuesday morning. I'll be uploading the YouTube video of this episode later today. If not for sure by tomorrow, I know I've been saying this, but guys, I promise I have the free time now to do so, so I will Make sure to tune in next week. I plan to talk about the subconscious filters we put on ourselves that limit us from reaching our own potential. And as always, remember, don't settle for average. Rise above the mean and stand out.